this Survivor? What? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello everyone, welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter podcast. This is the podcast made by superfans, with superfans, for superfans. And you are here with me, Buckles. I'm up in Queensland after just watching the viewing party. You're here for this emergency podcast, this have-to-get-out-now podcast about the craziest thing we have seen definitely on Australian Survivor, possibly on Survivor all over the world. And I'm here with my great mate, Mac. Mac, how have you handled today? Today has been a whirlwind. I almost called in sick just to get this podcast out, get my thoughts out. My mind is just in overdrive. There's so much to talk about, so many layers to what we just saw. Mark it down, 12th of February, the day Survivor broke the internet. The internet is a buzz with, with George and, and everything that's gone on. It is insane. I've never seen anything like this. This is like, oh, man, I just did the rewatch just then. Again, I'm shaking after the second watch. It is so electric. The internet is on fire, as you said. I am so excited to talk about this and nervous that we might not even be able to sort of get this for all the layers that it is because there are that many layers to George's move tonight. There are that many layers. It is beyond belief that a man can be this good at this game. The man is simply a genius. To, to do all this on the fly, you know, I, I don't know about the timing in between the challenge and the, and the last bit of the tribal. I've just actually read um, apparently the whole thing was for seven hours. So maybe there was a lot of time to think about it. But for him to come up with this plan and, and just cut Simon completely off and destroy Simon's game was a, a work of art. It was a masterpiece. And it was I, – I, I have no words. I have no words for this man. He's, he is – Arguably, no, I will say it. I'm going to say it. He is the best ever player of Survivor, ever, any franchise. This is so intense. He had, by the end, even the whole way through, he had a snooker on the game. He had a snooker on everyone else. He had either people in his corner, people thinking they were in his corner, or he had a way around the people that weren't in his corner. It was so crazy. And to think at the start of the episode, we start with him having Jerry and losing a number. He has a 4-4 split in the tribe with Jerry there. He's got a, a he's had conversations with Geordie. They've talked about working together and protecting each other. And then he loses Jerry straight off the mark. Straight away, Jerry's gone 3-4. to four. Going into tribal, we're looking at a five on Simon, two on George, because Geordie and Fraser have flipped. And as soon as they sit down, Simon's into George. Simon's getting into him for being the weakest. It's getting really personal. So you can already see before any of these other twists or flips have happened, Simon is going for the throw. This is getting personal. This is already a fiery tribal. Yeah, he's getting right into I, him. And I started to feel really sorry for George, especially when Simon's like, oh, I know you've been working out, but you still suck pretty much. So he didn't say it in those words, but he really 
put him down. And it's like, it was really unnecessary, I thought. And I want to commend Geordie just for trying to cut all that out because you could see it was, everyone was uncomfortable and it wasn't really fair on George. And Geordie's just saying, hey, let's not get personal. Let's play the game. And yeah, one person plays the game from that. Back. Even from Geordie's perspective is he needs this to be, he's the one flipping. He's the one causing this ruckus, causing this chaos to a point. He's the one flipping, so he has to keep this as civil as possible so then nothing gets thrown out that can come back to him. So he's not just playing that from, like, keeping people calm. Yes, it's getting personal. It's a TV product. Like, Simon's trying to make good TV. George is trying to block it, block as best he can. Um, But Geordie's, his gameplay in this, trying to settle them down, is just as much for him as it is for everyone else. Yes, true. He needed to keep Simon unaware, I guess, of what was going on, and he did it right. But then I guess yeah, it. it's all chaos until JLP says, but tonight's a little bit different. <laughs> they really like saving their big characters on Australian Survivor, don't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, we can rush through this challenge. Simon kills it, absolutely kills it. No one in sight. No one even makes it to the fire. He's just standing there by himself, in the, in the flames in front of him, knowing that he's won this. In the meantime, George is at the back, flipping the vote. Moving the vote straight on to Stevie, telling everyone, oh, it's Stevie, it's Stevie, it's Stevie. I don't think we've ever seen someone who's still in a challenge start strategizing. Like, you see it when they're on the sit-out bench, maybe they've been knocked out, but never has anyone mid-challenge, um, whilst they're still active, started to turn on everyone and started to change the plans. And I think the biggest thing, I think he says it there. Um, he's like, I'm going to flush Simon's idol. And it's like, he's already thinking this far ahead. And, and it, I mean, Simon hasn't even won the challenge yet. We know he's about to. But to have these thoughts instantly, he must be just on a different level. He's, he's just, he's so good. He, he is. So Simon wins. They get back to sitting down. So at the moment... Like, they start having their chats. George says, oh, get everything onto me. Get everything onto me. Make me look scared. Make me look scared like I'm going home. So at the moment in Simon's mind, it's a nice, easy four on George, three on someone else that George, Johnny, and Liz vote for. But we know that Geordie's flipped. So we know that it's a two. It's at least a two on Stevie. We're thinking it's a five on Stevie and two on George. And then shit gets realer from there. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the personal attacks just don't stop coming. No, I think Simon's just trying to—he's trying to get lay the boot in while George is on the way out, or while he thinks George is about to get voted out. He wants to get a couple of last parting words in there. Um, even during the challenge, he's giving it to him, like, "Oh, you, you know, you, is this the one you sat down in?" And George is like, "You wouldn't know. You weren't there." And it was—it was good. It was great TV. I loved it. Um, <laughs> These two are just a match made in heaven for for reality TV. For television, um, they fucking kill it. Yeah. So <laughs> it they're tra- awesome yeah. to watch. They're strategizing you know, b- behind the seats. I thought it was interesting when the girls come over and Simon sort of dismisses them and says, oh, we'll talk about it. You know, we can all just talk about it in front of George, you know? Yeah, well, because he thinks he's got the numbers. He thinks he's set. He thinks he's got four on three over George. In his mind, George is going home. And, like, so he can be cocky. 
in his mind, and he's a he is a cocky person, but like he has this, he doesn't need the girls. The girls have already shown their loyalty to George, so in his mind, he's like, "Nah, let's just get this over and done with. Let's just get this chat out. Let's get to the vote. Let's get let's send George home." Yeah, yeah. Secretly, George has told the girls to vote for Fraser. Yeah, I, I guess he. What he says, I think the exact words are something like, "We are a a block of three, no matter what." So knowing that, when there's seven, if you're a three, if you can split the other the four of them to vote two separate ways, you have the majority. And he's thought about this, obviously, you know, during the whole challenge and that, and just masterfully knows that Simon and and Stevie are going together, knows Jordy and Fraser are voting together, so they can do the, th- the third option with the two girls and. As we're watching it, yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking it's Geordie. I'm thinking Geordie's going home for sure. But, um, yeah, obviously tells him Fraser and, and everyone's blindsided. You know, the funny thing, say they did go to tribal and it was just simply George versus Simon. Somehow Simon, like somehow George feels like he's unsafe. He plays his idol. Simon plays his idol. All of a sudden there's no votes anywhere because we got five on Simon, two on George. Yeah. Like George, the it's almost sort of good for George that this happened. That Simon won immunity because, yes, obviously Simon's idol doesn't isn't an idol well, isn't an idol from what we know. Yeah, but that could have yeah. really changed the whole dynamics of things if, say, Georgie Geordie hadn't actually flipped. Having Geordie flipped, almost having this having Simon have immunity forces Geordie to flip anyway. And literally gives George the option to split the votes. Yeah, I, I mean, it made the move a lot more incredible. But I, I guess without that challenge, if it was just a normal tribal, Simon would have gone home with five votes against. His idol wouldn't have worked. And I don't think he would even would have played whatever he has because he was sure that Geordie was still with him. So I think it would have been a bit more straightforward. Um, I'm glad it wasn't. It would, have, it would have been straightforward, but if um, George felt like Geordie hadn't actually flipped, George would have played his idol. Simon would have played his and then we would have found out exactly what it was. So it wouldn't have been a normal tribal, but it still would have been pretty basic yeah. compared to what the fuck just happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, perhaps, yeah. So where right. are we at? So we, we, they're doing the votes, and as Stevie goes up, the last voter, George whips out the idol and sticks it yeah. up. Throws it around and I says, I have been battering down your door as your enemy. Better that than the enemy... That's stabbing you in the back and points it to Geordie. How good is this? Yeah. How good is this? Throw Geordie under the bus. And you could arguably, you, you could argue that Geordie hasn't made a bad move at all. Flipping his vote, he's going with the numbers, he's right. Everything that he says is right. He hasn't made a bad vote at all. He's just playing with George. George is thinking on another level to these guys. If he was doing this with any other player, Geordie comes out unscathed, sends his big man home, or sends little Stevie home and has to deal with Simon the next day. But because it's George, George sees a way. And this way is... its It works on every level. It's a lose-lose for Simon. Simon says it himself. Yeah, no, a lose-lose. It definitely <laughs> destroys Simon. Whether or not 
I agree with the move to out Geordie. I don't know if it was necessary, right? Because Geordie has flipped. We, he's confirmed that. Like, that's all we've seen. Maybe George isn't sure, but we know that as, a, as an audience, right? So uh, you're sort of you're cutting off your own allies just to weaken Simon further, whereas if you didn't do that, you might have a mole in Geordie still working with Simon. I think George had to play his idol tonight. There was too much of a risk, too much shit had gone on. This Simon not being the main target, Geordie might want to not flip on Simon now because he's got to see him the next day. So George has to play his idol anyway. George playing his idol, the only way for this to sort of really work in his favour and for him to come out with as many allies as possible while breaking Simon is to push Simon to play his idol. He wants Simon's idol out of the game. Obviously, we know it's not an idol. He wants it out of the game. So he goes, throws Geordie under the bus. Simon plays it. Say Simon was to play his idol for Stevie. uh, Fraser goes home. He's then got Simon and Stevie on on his side. And Geordie's by himself. Whereas now, by Simon not playing his idol... It's he's now got Stevie, so he's got a solid four. Stevie's not going to flip on anyone. And he's got Simon and Geordie in the minority, and they are broken. They are broken to the shit. This is the best case scenario. It's almost as if he knew, even in him saying, save Stevie, save Stevie, save Stevie, it's almost as even if he knew that he wouldn't. It's so, there's so many levels to this that I'm, I'm still struggling to fathom. Yeah, you can, I, can, I can just sense your brains working overtime just to get just to get the words out. Um, so here's here's what I've been seeing: a lot of people online saying George wasted the idol, which yeah, on the face of it, you could say he did because he didn't get the, the most amount of votes. But the fact that he played the idol, right? So you got to put yourself in Simon's mind for a second here. Simon thinks there's uh, four votes going on George, right? So now George plays the idol. Simon's like, okay, I know that those votes are all cancelled. So there's three on uh, Stevie because that's what George is telling him. So they only so the the reason sorry, the fact that George played his idol was the only way George could leverage Simon to play his idol for Steve. If George doesn't play his idol, he can't flush Simon's idol. Yes, I know that he didn't flush it in the end, but he would not have, he couldn't even argue the point if he didn't play his own idol because Simon assumed there was four on George. That's what was so brilliant about it. So it's not a wasted idol. He did it for a reason. Yes, it didn't work because he didn't flush um, Simon's, but the fact he could egg Simon on to say, save Stevie, save Stevie, save Stevie, and that Simon didn't do it means um, Stevie is now not going to be loyal to Simon because he feels... He's in George's pocket now. He feels betrayed. George. And, and he, yeah, I mean, he, he, you would think he's going to go with George, but, like, I don't see, like, nothing George did would say to Stevie, come with me. Like, it wasn't like he was defending him or anything. I know they didn't vote for him, but is that enough? Do you think Stevie's going to go there? I definitely think Stevie's going to go there. Well, Stevie has no one else to go to. Who else does he have? He has either, there's two fractions. We've got Simon on one side, we've got George on the other. If he's not going with Simon, which he said at the end, it shows we're not friends. He's going with George. He has to. Yeah. 
Otherwise, he's on a Minari by himself. And we're going with a block of three. Geordie by himself, Simon by himself, and Stevie by himself. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> the, the tribe is broken. It's absolutely in tatters. All from one man and one 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 night. It was just amazing. Um, so, yeah, Geordie thrown under the bus. Now now him and Simon are you know, at heads. Stevie turned against Simon. The idols play. It's just so much going on. I, I'm still trying to get it, get my head around it, really. Um, what what are your thoughts on, say Simon did play the idol and say it was an idol, okay? He did play an idol, Stevie is saved, okay? What is the dynamic going back to camp? Fraser still goes home, everything still goes as normal. What is the dynamic going back to camp? Do you see Simon playing with George? Um, well, I mean, George assured him that he would start fresh. Whether I did not believe that for a second. I actually think Simon made the right call by not playing the idol, honestly. They're close to a swap. Um, so you can, you know, anything can happen. You, you need that idol. Like Simon sees it as his own insurance. And saving Stevie, like, where, where does it leave you? Like, you have, it's you and Stevie. And, like, do you have Geordie anymore? You're probably still on the bottom of a four to two. And now you don't have an idol, right? So, you, so, like they can just split the vote and vote you out anyway. Um, I do think it was the right move. Do you believe George when he said we can start fresh? Yes, I do. You I do. very much do. I I believe George would have started fresh. I think they would. I don't think it would have lasted long, but I think they would. He would have tried. I feel like he never believed Simon was going to do it. I believe he'd sort of read Simon well enough that he didn't think Simon would do it, and in turn caused chaos, getting him a solid four in a six-person tribe and splitting the other two. If they went back to camp, say we don't get a swap because we're down to 17 people now. We we merge at 12 or 13 in Australian Survivor. That's four vote-outs away. We might not get a swap. Australian uh, American heroes versus villains didn't have a swap in their season. Yeah, no. this could be a genuine pagonging. <laughs> I mean, not pagonging, a genuine. Uh, what was uh, Palau? Yeah, um... where the villains just twiddle down to nothing because they can't swap next episode after a tribal like that. They can't swap next episode. That leaves three more votes before merge. I would assume that the Tuesday episodes are swap, and we, you know, that's the end of the week, and we sort of, you know, the the bit of a build up for that. Um, that way, they can pump up sun, next Sunday as a, as a huge night, you know. Um, so yeah, be at least one more vote. It's going to be a, like unreal television tonight to see them back at camp and just to fall out of everything because it's, I mean, there's so much there. Um, it's 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 it George amazes me. Like in a game where. Everyone starts with equal power, the power being one vote, right? Somehow, George has amassed so much more power than anyone else. He got Obviously, the idol is powerful, right? You can save yourself. Then he's got, like, two extra votes in Shawnee and Liz, and just so that you've turned one vote into three almost guaranteed votes. And then just his knowledge of the game and understanding how, like, pl- plurality votes work and just the numbers and doing everything is so much more powerful than anyone else. It's, it's, it amazes me. He's so good. I just waxed in the real quick. I can't get enough of it. Like, is he, is he, I've said it 
I want to hear you say it. Is he the best ever? He is the best ever, in my mind. He he really is. Um, I do want to talk about... before Me saying he's the best ever is he is the best ever at the strategic play. I do want to talk about one thing that I did see that I'm that I'm not completely happy with. Okay. That is, he has burned everyone. He has shown everyone how savage he can be, how smart he is, and we're still pre-swap. Who's he burned? He, well, Obviously, burned Simon. Simon. Obviously Simon. Obviously yeah. Simon. Yeah, yeah, Geordie, I can see that. He's showing Shawnee and Liz how good he is. How big of a threat he is. And yes, they need this big threat to start that first next, like that next stage of the game. But winners in Australian Survivor don't make these huge moves in front of everyone. Even having... David, Haley, and Mark winning the last three seasons. They played beta games a majority of the time they were out there. They did these big moves, but they did them in secret. They played, they decreased their threat value. George has thrown himself up as the king and the greatest player of Survivor, and everyone can see that. That is the one thing... And it's the only thing, genuinely the only problem that I have with this move. Yeah, I can, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing what you're saying. But to me, so here's the thing, right? You have to differentiate the difference between the best player and a winner. I don't think, so the argument's always, oh, did the best player win? And the answer is always yes. Whoever wins the season was the best player. Okay, let's maybe. <laughs> so yeah, the best player always wins, but. The best, let's say, the best strategist, I suppose, is what the difference is. Because yeah, if you want to, if you want to win the game, you need to lay low, and that's not good TV. That's nothing. Like what George does is great for the fans. It's great. For, this is what we watch the game for to see these sort of moves. I don't watch it to see the under under the radar people get to the end and win. That's not fun. This is Survivor. Yeah. This is this is entertaining. This is what this is why it's been on TV for twenty three years because you get these moments and it can just create this buzz and. Maybe is he is he the best player? Maybe not because we'll never win. But to me, that's not what defines the best players. No, no, that's, no, no. I can I completely agree with that. Just because he'll never win doesn't not make him the best player. He really is. He is the best strategist. He's the best. He's the. If this was a chessboard, he'd be the grandmaster, the grandmaster above all the rest. The Russian. Now I'm going to start calling him the Russian. <laughs> uh, he played this perfectly. Fraser going home. Fraser is a pawn. Fraser is a non, a non-meaningful person in this tribe. He's a follower. He follows Geordie. Him going home. George has literally kept all the major players on the board and gotten rid of something they can play with, something that can help them. He... He's still keeping the most... He's doing this for TV. He's kept the most amazing players in. He could have just knocked Geordie out tonight. But he yep. kept the most amaz- amazing players in and have taken all their power away in one foul sweep. 
that's something I want to ask her. Is it was it the right move, Fraser over Geordie? That's something I uh, would yes, definitely discuss. definitely tell me what definitely tell me well what. and truly. Fraser, Geordie and Simon are fractured now. Fraser's a follower. Fraser's just going to latch on to the next person. Fraser's been gunning for George most of the time. The only reason he flipped is because of Geordie. And he's he's not doing anything. He's not being anyone. He is an absolute pawn in this game. And players need pawns to win. Okay? Yeah. He can get Geordie next time. He can get Simon next time. Well, not next time because technically everyone thinks Simon has an idol. But getting Fraser out stops any chance of there being an uprising against him next next game. With Fraser out, he now has a definite option to split the vote on Geordie and Simon. Geordie, flush Simon's idol. Geordie goes home next vote. Yeah, while I can agree with some of that, I do think Geordie, being the person that he is, literally named the Joker, the King of Chaos, he is someone who, when you have a chance to vote him out over a pawn, like, let's be honest, Fraser was never going to uprise against George or do anything to galvanise numbers. Geordie is a charismatic guy who knows the game, he's a second-time player, and he's a chaos man. Like, I could easily see him finding his footing again and coming back and getting George. I could see this revenge thing. Like, I could even see him just going to the girls and trying to work with the girls now. He's taken all of Geordie's power away and he's taken a player that Simon could have used if he, say, got Steve back, making it a 3-3. Because Fraser is going to follow. Okay, Fraser was following Geordie. He could follow Simon. Yeah. Geordie and Simon disrupted they're affected there's no disruption or or they're not affected between simon and fraser because simon knows fraser was just following orders yeah and simon could be the next person to give fraser those orders i i still believe this was the right move but i do very much appreciate getting the joker out he's a huge player yeah and i was for sure that he was the one but um yeah it was it was just a, I, i'm, a I'm shock, guessing mate. I'm guessing George thought about this, and I'm going to go that George was right. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to trust him, don't you? Just got to trust him. Okay, Mac, now, what are your thoughts? Is this the greatest move ever? Can you think of any other moves that even come close to this move? I mean, 23 years is a long time, and there's a lot of good moves that have happened. Um, certainly, as a tribal council, as the theatre of it, it's definitely the best one I've ever seen, for sure. Um, probably the only one that maybe comes close is like Advantage Geddon, just because of what it was as a unique sort of thing. Or um, the one in Cambodia where Kimmy got sent to the house um, with Keith, the, the deadlock. <laughs> that was another sort yeah. of something like this where it's just unique and different. So as a tribal council, yeah, it, it's, that was, it's definitely the number one. As a move, how do we see it as a move? Like, it was obviously a great move. To get you know uh, uh, four people voting separate ways and having a three come over the top, playing an idol, turning Geordie uh, against Simon, turning Stevie against Simon, voting out Simon's lackey and Fraser. Um, look, yeah, it's a great move. I've got a couple others on the list. Of you know um, the David versus Goliath, the minority vote split against uh, John Hennigan where he went home. Um, Poverty's two idols in Heroes and Villains. 
um, Russell when he got Tyson out of Heroes and Villains, stuff like that. But a lot of them are really dependent on idols, whereas I don't think this one was as dependent on idols. So to me, it just elevates it that little bit more. What, what do you, what do you think? If George didn't have an idol, he could have still pulled off a similar move to what just happened. Yes, the I agree. idol literally he played his idol to minimize uh, minimize friendships on the opposite side in the future. Yeah, and to leverage um, Stevie against Simon because. Yeah. Playing the idols, had to, it scared Simon. He had to either play with Stevie or lose Stevie. So he made that choice. Yeah, he made that choice. I think this is the best move in, a, in Australian Survivor history and Survivor history in general. I am so proud to have watched that live with the players. It was an intense night. Yeah, it it felt- was so crazy. It sounds like an amazing night. I wish I was there. Um just before we wrap it up, I want to address something I've seen. Um, a lot of, a lot of, obviously, a lot of talk on Facebook and stuff on social media, and obviously, last night it got pumped up as you know best trouble ever, biggest trouble you know you ever see, and it annoys me that the haters have come out and said this wasn't even that good, this wasn't even the biggest trouble ever. George is an idiot, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like trying to nitpick at it. If you're one of these people, don't watch Survivor. Right, this is the best episode you'll see in a long time over any franchise for years. Just watch it and enjoy it. This is why we watch it. Without these sort of moves, it would be a boring game. This is this is what Amen. we live for as Survivor fans, okay? So stop your hate. Show some love to George. He's a genius. He's the best player ever. Get on board. Yeah. He is the best player ever, and I'm probably going to call this now, he's the best player ever that will never win. Agreed. And that's because <laughs> of how good of a player he is. Yeah. He can't hide after this. There is no hiding after this. He is the best player ever that will never win the game, in my mind. I think the only um, the only saving grace for him now is that the villains, there's only six left, and the heroes weren't there. They didn't see this happen. So maybe he'd be able to skate by a bit later in the game because they never saw this. I know word, word will get out, but unless you see it, you probably don't understand how big the moment was. Yeah. Nah, def- oh, it, it definitely helps the heroes not being there. Um, but yeah, the word will get out. It'll be big enough and it'll be made big enough by if Simon or Geordie make it to a swap. Um, even Shawnee and Liz can use this as ammunition against him in the future because yes, they can hide behind him now, but at some stage they're going to need to get him out to win this game. Yeah, for sure. So this is, is, He's pretty much guaranteed himself not to win. I really hope he does. I really hope he does. If he somehow pulls something out of his ass and wins this game, I will be. Oh, it'll be. It, it, this will be the greatest season of survival. Oh, no, <laughs> there's mind. no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. These first seven episodes have been amazing. I loved it. And who would have thought so, that that Fraser, the man with I don't know what four confessionals, will go down in history as like the best trouble ever? So just to get Fraser out, we did all that work just to get Fraser out. Just to get Fraser out. Hey, it, 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 he's left his mark on Survivor, I guess. The New oh, Age yeah. villain is what they called him in the first episode. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the New Age mute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, let's wrap this up. This has been awesome, Mac. 
What do you got going on, mate? Uh, well, obviously, we've got tonight's episode, uh, and then we're going to record um, the recap of the week. This week's guest, uh, the big dog, James Wolfe. Uh, you might have seen him on currently on Survivor Canberra. Uh, he runs a lot of Facebook groups. He's always around a lot of orgs. Uh, so looking forward to the chat with him. Uh, that should be out probably Friday, that chat. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I look forward to seeing him. Uh, I'm guessing the banter's going to be awesome because he's knocked me out of a few minis. <laughs> so... I've, I've definitely got some bones to pick with him. So this will be, it'll be good to chat with him. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Mac, this has been awesome. Um, I think we should wrap this up because we don't want this to go for too long because we still got to talk about all three episodes coming up on Wednesday. Everyone, please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Okay. We're on Facebook at, Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter. We're on Instagram as Survivor underscore three BS. And we're on Twitter at Survivor Three BS. And yeah, send us your thoughts. Let us know if we got it wrong, what you agree with, what you disagree with. Hit us up. Yeah, let us know All what right. you think. We want to hear from the people. And if you want to come on we the pod, to- let us know. We've got a few people lined up, but there might be a spot or two. Um, even with the American season coming up. So if you want to be on, send us a message. Yeah. Uh, Good on you, Mac. You have a good rest of your week. Enjoy tonight's episode. You too, mate. I'll catch you then. (laughs) See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Is this Survivor? Are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. (laughs) Dude, you must really like Survivor. (laughs) 